Nama Tumara Hiradevase. Let your Nam reside in my heart and let me have the company of the saints. This is a bhajan of Guru Arjan Devji Maharaj on page 169. <clears throat> let your Nam reside in my heart and let me have the company of the saints. From the Lord I ask for one donation that all my desires may be fulfilled so that I may repeat your nam. Let your feet reside in my heart. Let me have the company of the saints so that the fire of passions may not spread in my mind and day and night I may sing your praise. When I have good health and also when I do not, let me serve God and in my middle age let me meditate upon him. Nanak says, those who are dyed in the color of God do not take birth and die again. Let your nam reside in my heart and let me have the company of the saints. Nama tumara hiradevase Santaneka sangapavo Nama tu mara hira deva se Santane ka sanga pavo Mangora mate ikadana Ramate ikadana Mangaramate ikadana Ramate ikadana Sagala manorata purana ove Simarotumaranama Sagala manorata purana ove simarotumaranama nama tumara hiradevase santanaka sangapavo Nama tu mara hira deva se Santa neka sanga pavo Charna tu mare hira deva se Santa neka sanga pavo Charanatumare hiradevase Santaneka sangapavo Soga aganama mananabiyape Atapahara gunagavo 
Let your nam reside in my heart and let me have the company of the saints. Our second bhajan is on page 216. Kyo gafalata vichimana soyahe. Why is the mind sleeping in carelessness? The call to march away from here is going to come. Why be proud of this vessel, which is going to break at the end? The one who says, mine, mine, becomes a heap of sand at the end. One does not delay when he has to go. Oh, dear one, nothing goes with you. The beautiful body that you have got is not yours. It is also borrowed. The Bani says, you will have to leave this body here. You have got the time to make your mind understand. Meditate on Nam and earn the profit. Keep in the remembrance of the true Guru, the one who has to pull you out of the hells. Someone performs Ashwamadhyajna, someone bathes in 68 places of pilgrimage. Ajayab contemplates on Guru Kripal, for he has to hide my faults. Why is the mind sleeping in carelessness? The call to march away from here is going to come. Why be proud of this vessel, the body, which is going to break at the end? Kyo gafalat vichya manasaya hai 
मन करे इस बांधे जो घरिया खिल भजना है कोई जाग असमेद करोंदा है कोई असत तिराता नौंदा है कोई जाग असमेद करोंदा है कोई आत सत तिराता नौंदा है अजायब गुरु किरपालु निदियोंदा है जिसने मेरा पर्दा खजना है कि ओ गफलत विच मन सोया है ये तो कुछ नगरा वजना है कि मान करे इस पांडेदा जो घरिया किर भजना है You have got the time to make your mind understand. Meditate on Nam and earn the profit. Keep in the remembrance of the Guru, of the true Guru, the one who has to pull you out of the hells. This is a reminder that on Friday, August 19th, and Saturday, August 20th, there will be a two-day meditation retreat celebrating Master Kripal Singh's life. And you can begin with the satsang on the Thursday evening, August 18th. All initiates are welcome to attend any of the scheduled meditation sittings, and you can pick up the schedule in the book table at the big house. And once again, local initiates who plan to take any meals at the ashram please let us know, and there's a sign-up sheet for that at the book table. Master Kripal Singh came onto this earth physically on February 6, 1894, and left his mortal coil, the physical body, on August 21, 1974. First reading today is a question and answer session given at Sanpani Ashram in Rajasthan, India, on the 25th of March, 1894. I'm sorry, 1984. And the second reading will be um, Master Kripal Singh's Unity of Man talk. The content of these two is, uh, two readings is, both readings is um, remarkable. The disciple asks, a disciple asks, I understand that we can only pray for ourselves, but if other people have asked us to pray for them, 
or think of them when we're over here or something like that, what should we respond to them? The principle of the path of the masters is that first you become perfect and then work for others. Even in the world, the same principle applies. That first you stand on your own two feet and then think about helping others. When we ourselves are confused and upset and yearn for getting the grace of the master, sometimes our mind lets us yearn for the grace wholeheartedly, but sometimes our mind becomes dry because we do not get as much grace as we expect. Then we sometimes give up our prayers for receiving the grace of the Master. So the best thing I would advise you to do is that first you go within. Manifest the Almighty Lord within you. Become one with your Master. And then you can think about helping other people. When you will go within and become one with the Master, the element of grace will develop within you. It will be created within you by itself. And after that, whether people request you to pray for them or not, you will start praying for them, you will start having good thoughts for them, without their asking. When God is manifested within you, you will see him working everywhere. Whenever you will see anybody in need or anybody who is in a bad condition, you will at once start having good thoughts, and you will pray for his well-being. In 1947, when India and Pakistan were formed, the land was divided and people from one part of the country went to the other part of the country. It was like a bloody storm because everywhere people were killing each other. People belonging to one religion were killing the people of the other religion. They were not thinking whether it was good or bad. They were not even paying attention to whether the person who was being killed was old or young, man or woman. They were killing the people of the other religion because they were affected by the political people. I witnessed all that happen from a I witnessed all that happened from a very close distance because I was in the army and it was my duty to work over there at that time. I saw that when the people were moving from one part of the country to the other part, when they were forced to leave their homes and property, they were always afraid of the people of the other religion because they were coming and killing them. So they would form something like a group and travel from one part to another. At that time, Baba Sawan Singh was still in the body, and many people who had never had the darshan of Baba Sawan Singh and who had never known about Baba Sawan Singh reported that some old man was protecting their group, staying up all night long, protecting them from the people of the other religious group. And when that group would come to Baba Sawan Singh, they would at once recognize him. The young children who had never had the darshan of Baba Sawan Singh because their parents had not been satsangis and they had also not had the darshan of Baba Sawan Singh, they would say that he was that same old man who had protected them. So I mean to say that at that time those people had not seen Baba Sawan Singh, they did not know about him, and they had not prayed to him for protection. But still, because Baba Sawan Singh was one with God, he had that element of grace and kindness for all mankind. That is why, even without being asked, he protected all the souls whom he was seeing. In 1971, there was a war between India and Pakistan. I was still living at Kunichak Ashram. It was before I came here. And they had to locate 77, they had to vacate 77 RB because it was very close to the border. And over here also, the army was everywhere, 
and there was danger that at any time war might break out in this area also. So I came to 16 PS and called Darshan Singh and Patiji and all their family and other dear ones to come here because they had to leave 77 RB. I told them, if you will remember the form of beloved Kirpal, no harm can be done to you because he is almighty, he is all gracious, and he will definitely protect you if you will remember him. And I told them that they were welcome to stay here, and if they wanted, they could even come and stay with me. In that year, I had not sold the wheat crop, and I told them that I had a lot of wheat and a lot of food, so if they had to come and stay with me, they should not worry about food, since I had enough to feed them, and that I knew they would be all right, and that no harm would be done to them. In those days, many people used to come and tell them that they were seeing the shadow of some old man wandering here and there in this area, and in a way, he was protecting everyone. Many people, whether they belonged to the Hindu religion or the Muslim religion, whether they were old or young, used to tell about this experience, and it was like a miracle. Many people had even seen the physical form of Master Kripal wandering here and there and protecting the people at this place. And because of his grace, since everyone requested him, they all prayed to him, Master Kripal was so gracious that in this border area there was nothing like a war, and there was no harm done to the people's lives and properties, and they all went happily back to their homes and villages after the war was over. When I used to live in 77 RB, I had told people that I could challenge any evil spirit who would enter the limits of 77 RB village. And it is true that many people who were controlled by other evil spirits, as soon as they would come and enter the limits of 77 RB, they would become free of those evil spirits, and they would become all right. Even now, I can say that in the place where I live, no evil spirit can come there and bother the people over there. Many times it has been seen that when people who are controlled by evil spirits enter the limits of 16 PS village, they become all right, and the evil spirits tell them, we have come only this far with you, now we cannot go further, because over there there is one old man and he will chase us out and kill us. So I mean to say that it is not a bad thing to pray for others, but your prayer will do nothing unless you have stood on your own two feet. When you have become perfect and stood on your own two feet, then no matter if you pray for the people or not, your master will always take care of you. He will always protect your honor and all those who will come in your influence, all those who will remember you, will be protected by your master. Because our thoughts are not so pure, that is why our prayers for other people will not bear any fruit. They will not be answered because we are not doing it with sincerity. In this village last year, one incident happened. There was a family where many girls were born. In the West, people do not mind whether girls or boys are born, but in India, people are affected by this disease. They want only sons, and they don't want any daughters. So this family had three girls in a row, and they wanted a boy. So they called somebody who was very famous in praying for others and granting boons. He came along with his followers, and they did some kind of prayers, and they even came to visit the ashram. And he told me that he would be ready to cut his neck if his prayer was unanswered. He was very sure that whenever he prayed for other people, his prayers were answered and he always got what he prayed for. I did not want to hurt him, 
because the perfect ones never try to hurt other people. They know what is the truth, but still, they keep quiet, because they don't want to hurt other people. So I did not tell him anything. I said, well, okay, if your prayers are answered, it is a very good thing. So he told the woman of that family that she would now have a son, and he prayed. They did many rites and rituals, and they prayed for her. But after some time it so happened that before giving birth to the child, that woman left the body. And then the people started joking, saying, Look at that old man who came to pray for getting a son. Now that poor lady has left the body. So I mean to say that when we pray for others without becoming perfect, without having sincerity in our hearts, and when that prayer is not answered, then people start joking at us, and they lose their belief. Mahatmas say that those who say they know a lot, in fact, they know nothing. And those who know a lot never say they know everything. Mahatmas do not say that they know everything, and that is why Mahatmas do not pray for others. They don't, do not even pray for themselves. They always remain happy in the will of God. And they know that the will of God is sweet, and it is very good to remain in the will of God. That is why they do not pray for themselves or for other people, because they do not need to pray. Whatever is appropriate, their master is always granting them. They remain in the will of their master and in the will of God. Sometimes it happens that when the dear ones come to this place, the negative power is very tricky. He plays many tricks. Sometimes sitting in the other dear ones, he will make them tell you, when you go to the master, remember me also over there. Whenever anything like that happens, or when somebody comes and tells you to remember them when you come here, you should tell them, no, I'm going there for a sacred pilgrimage, and I will not remember you over there. Why should I remember you over there? I am going to remember my master. Once in the army, I went to my commanding officer, and I asked him for leave because I wanted to see Baba Bishandas. He granted me the leave, but he said that when I went to my master, I should also remember him over there. I said, no, this is not true. I don't want to remember you over there. I don't even want to take a message of you to my master, because this is a very sacred time for me, and over there I want only to remember my master and God. So I mean to say that when you come here, if people say that you should pray for them while you are here, or remember them, you should say, no, this is a very sacred time, and you should take advantage of it, and you should utilize the grace which you receive here for your own self and not for others. Many people bring the love of many dear ones and it is something different from, than praying for them. It does not mean that you should not bring the love of other people. When you come to see me in the interview, you can convey their love to me and that is over. But I mean that when you come here and if people have told you to pray for them, you should not do that because if instead of doing bhajan and simran you pray for them, then neither you nor they will benefit. It is better to just do your bhajan and simran. And if those people who want something from you have love and affection and real sympathy for you, then they will also get some benefit from your bhajan and simran if you are doing your bhajan and simran wholeheartedly without thinking about them. Second question. Sanchi, I love to sing bhajans and I can sing in front of a lot of people and it doesn't bother me. But when I sing to you, as soon as you call on me, my heart starts pounding and I start perspiring and my voice cracks. I can't understand why. 
when I want more than anything to sing bhajans just to you, why I should be so nervous about it. This is because of the mind. Mind does not want any soul to take complete advantage of being here. You see, if we have real love for the Master, it will come out from our heart by itself, no matter what our outer condition is. I got many opportunities to sing in front of my beloved Master. In the beginning, I had to gather the courage to sing in front of him. But gradually, later on, the love which I had within me started coming out, and my bhajans were very sweet, and Master used to love them, because in my bhajans, which I used to sing, there was a lot of love for the Master and humility too. Masters are not hungry for our love because they are already attached to the love of their own master. But masters always like to hear loving bhajans from the disciples. So that is why when we sing the bhajans, if we do it lovingly, then the love comes out. I had sung a couple hundred bhajans in front of Master Kripal in his lifetime, and all of them were kept in writing. But when he graciously made me leave Kunichak Ashram, I left everything. And that collection of bhajans was also left there. Out of those bhajans, I remembered only a few, which were recently published, and the other bhajans are written now, which you are singing. But most of them are those old bhajans which I sang to Master Kripal. In front of him, I always felt very humble. I used to feel like an infant in front of him, and many times I would feel like I was his wife. Once Master was sitting like this in his will, and I sang one line to him, which is in one of the new bhajans. I sang, Oh, my beautiful one, I became yours when the arrow of love was pierced through my heart. Hail, O oh great Kirpal, because you have saved the honor of this poor Ajayb. A child holds the beard of his father, and even if he holds it tightly, the father is not upset because the child is having love for the father. And gradually, slowly, lovingly, the father removes the fingers of the child if it is bothering him, but he does not get upset. In the same way, there is nothing like embarrassment or shame between the husband and wife. In love, whatever they do for each other, neither of them will mind. In the same way, between the real disciple and the master, there are many instances like that. Often I have said that when I would meet Master Kripal in the physical form, I would become half mad, and I would get so much intoxication, so much bliss, that I did not even remember what was happening or how the time was passing. I would even forget my own self. In another new bhajan, I have said that I have met the beautiful husband Kripal, and now this Ajaibo has become his. In India, the name Ajayb is masculine and Ajaibo is feminine. There I have not called myself as a male, I have called myself as a female, as the wife of Kirpal. Since a few days ago this new bhajan is coming up, but I haven't had enough time to write it because I was having some physical problems. It will be written like this. Your Ajaibo is calling you. Meet me, O beloved Kirpal. So when the love for the Master is created within us, when the desire to please him is created within us, no covering is left on the soul the soul becomes free of any kind of embarrassment, and then there is no nervousness, there is no hesitation. We feel hesitation or nervousness when we sing bhajans in front of the master, only if we've done any bad deed. 
When we have not done any bad deed, then there's no question of having any nervousness or any hesitation when we are sitting in front of the Master to sing the bhajans. <clears throat> and the third question, while sitting for meditation, if we have much pain in our knees, do you take on that pain during meditation to allow us better meditation? Often in the satsang it is said that masters always help the disciples. He always extends physical help. There's no doubt in this fact. Saints are free of all kinds of karmas, so there is no question of them paying the karmas because they don't have any of their own karmas to pay. God has sent them into this world to shower grace on the dear ones and to help them out in their suffering and their unhappiness. Often in the satsangs I have said that negative power does not want to spare even one single small karma. He does not allow any karma without getting paid. Either the disciple has to pay that karma or the master has to. And then it is up to the negative power to decide in which form he wants the payment. The, path, the master has no choice. It is up to the negative power which disease the master has to suffer, which problem the master has to suffer on his body. And the masters have no choice in front of the negative power in regard to paying off the karmas of the disciple. The masters have to please the negative power. That is why they do not mind taking on the karmas of their disciples in whatever form the negative power wants. Many times it happens, many times it happens that when the masters are suffering on account of the karmas of the dear ones, the same dear ones come and ask the master whether it is their karma or whether the master is suffering, suffering on account of somebody else's karma. But master will never say that he is suffering on account of your karmas. Once it so happened that Master Salvan Singh was very sick and the dear one whose karma he was paying off came there and was very surprised to see Master Salvan Singh in that condition. He asked, Master, is this your own karma? Master said, No, this is not mine. This is the karma of one of my disciples. After some days that disciple was shown within that on that day Master Salvan Singh had been suffering on account of the disciples' karma. So he realized his mistake and came and appreciated and thanked Master Salwan Singh for taking on that karma. So Master always extends his physical help to his disciples whenever he can to ease the suffering of his disciples. The Guru is a gracious being. Do you think he helps and eases the suffering of only the satsangis? No. He even helps and eases the sufferings of those people with whom he does not have any outer connection. You know that nowadays, everywhere in the world, there are a lot of arms and ammunition. People are ready to kill each other. In fact, they are killing each other, fighting everywhere. No one has any pity. No one has any mercy when they throw the bombs. Many innocent people, children, are getting killed. Even there, Master goes and extends his gracious hand. He helps those who ask for help because many souls ask for help. They pray and the Master goes there. Even though he may not have any satsangi over there, still he goes there and helps the soul who asks for help. Many times when this kind of war happens in the world, the Master is affected very much and he pays a lot of karmas on his body. 
1947, during the partition of India and Pakistan, Master Salman Singh had to give his blood in order to save those innocent people whom Kal was going to kill. And since those people had requested Master Salman Singh to protect them, Master Salman Singh had to give his own blood in exchange for their lives. The dear ones who used to go within knew about this fact very well, and they knew why Master Salman Singh's body was emaciated, because all his blood was gone to the negative power in exchange for all those lives that he had protected. Do you think that Master Kripal did not help people? He did help people. Those who go within know how he used to go when there were wars all over the world. Here and there he would go and help people, and only because he had to pay the account of the karmas of those people. He had to undergo many operations, and he had to suffer so much on his body. It was just a means of paying off the karmas, and it was just to show the people that he was suffering of his own self. He underwent all the operations and suffered all those diseases only because he was saving other people. Kabir said that if there were no saint in this world, this world would have burned alive. Do you think that those priests and so-called religious people will save the suffering and burning world? Those who do not even know the reality of God and are always involved in their own comforts, how can they even think of helping other people when they don't even know how to help their own selves? It is only the saints. In fact, it is only the Almighty Lord who comes in the form of the saints who helps people. No matter in which religion one calls for the grace of the Lord, God always goes there in the form of the saint, and he always helps the poor souls. Once an army man whose leg was cut off came to Master Salmansing and laid down in front of him and told this story. In the army when he was fighting for his country, a bomb came from the enemy and hit his leg, and the doctor had to cut off his leg. After that, when the army of the enemy was coming toward that camp, they had to abandon all those people who could not walk by themselves, and he was one of them. Before they were abandoned, the doctors had to inject poison in them, because they thought that if they were left alive, the enemy would find out secrets from them. So that man was poisoned, since he was on the list to be poisoned. After some time, when the poison took effect, he began seeing different colors, and everything started turning round, and he became unconscious. Then he said that an old man, Master Sawansing, came with a car and took him and left him at headquarters where he was saved. Even though he was poisoned, he was saved by the Master. And he had come there to thank Master Sawansing for his protection, even though he was not an initiate. After that, he asked Master Sawansing to help get him a job. Master Salman Singh told him that God, who protected him even when he was about to leave the body, would also protect him in the future. He told him to go to one of his disciples, who arranged a job for him. So I mean to say that masters always protect not only the disciples, but also all those who ask for their help. You should not think, you should not think that Master is just sitting in front of you and giving the satsang or is sleeping in the same place where you are sleeping, or doing all the things that you are doing. No doubt physically he is in front of you. He sleeps with you and does everything with you, but you never know what he is doing. Even while giving satsang and even while you are sleeping, 
and while his body is resting in front of you, either he is taking care of the souls or giving satsang to the people. Sometimes he is wandering here and there, and many times in the night and other times he is flying very high and going to many different parts of the world. Wherever he is needed, he goes there. You should not think that masters come into this world just to enjoy the world and just to sleep on comfortable beds. They come into this world to save the souls, to help the souls, and they live a very uncomfortable life because discomfort is their heritage. In the will of God, they are very happy to have discomfort because they've come into the world to help the souls. When I first went to America, I had said that for a saint, it is a very ordinary thing to talk in the language of the dear one, but they do not exhibit their powers. Also, I have said that when the Shab has to talk to the souls, no translators or translator is needed. Papu will not be needed when you will come in the form of a soul and will talk to me in the form of the Shab. And the evidence of that is that I receive many letters from many dear ones who have the darshan of the Master. Many times, when their relatives are leaving the body or when their companions are leaving the body, they come to know about the protection and grace of the Master. Many times the children of the satsangis talk with the Master, and even though the Master doesn't know their language outwardly, internally they talk with him in their language and they get the reply. I get many letters which tell me about the fate of the dear ones, and which tell me how many days before their husband or wife left the body, they came to know about the Master's grace, even though the companions were not satsangis. Only one person was a satsangi in the family, but because they had faith in the Master, Master came and told them that after some days he would come and take them, and according to the fixed time, he would come and take the souls up. So I mean to say that masters do not just sit in one place, they are everywhere. Wherever they are needed, they go and they help the souls. But our mind is our enemy. He is also sitting within us, and he breaks our faith. Why is he able to break our faith? because we do not do enough meditation. We are thieves of meditation. He always captures those who are thieves of meditation, those who do not want to meditate, and he always creates illusion for them. He always deludes them. So we should not become thieves of meditation, and we should not let our mind delude us. A question and answer session given uh, at Santbani Ashram, 16 PS Village in Rajasthan on the 25th of March, 1984, and published in the January 1985 uh, Santbani magazine. And this um, concluding the readings is Master Kripal Singh's last message. Master Kripal gave many circular messages to his disciples in his lifetime, most of which are collected in the way of the saints. And the last one in there is called On the Unity of Man, which the date was May 15, 1974, shortly uh, three months before he left the, his physical body. <coughs> on the unity of man man the highest rung of all creation is basically the same everywhere 
All men are born the same way, receive all the bounties of nature in a similar manner, have the same inner and outer construction, and are controlled in the physical body by the same power, called differently as God, Word, Nam, etc. All men are the same as souls, worship the same God, and are conscious entities. Being of the same essence as God, they are members of His family, and thus related to each other as brothers and sisters in Him. 2. All awakened and enlightened gurus and spiritual teachers who came to this world at various points of time and in various parts have invariably emphasized this truth in their own language and manner. According to them, all humans, despite their distinctive social orders and denominational religions, form but one class. 3. Guru Nanak, the great teacher and messiah of peace, said, The highest order is to rise into universal brotherhood. I, to consider all creation your equal. 4. India's ancient mantra, Vasudeva Kutumbukam, also lays down the same principle, that the whole world is one family. However, it is common knowledge that despite long and loud preaching by various religious and social leaders professing the unity of man, the world today is torn by strains and tensions of every kind and presents a sorrowful spectacle indeed. More often than not, more often than not, we see individuals at war with one another and brothers at drawn daggers with their own kith and kin. Similarly, nations are constantly involved in conflicts and clashes with each other, thus spoiling the peace and tranquility. It seems that the root cause of this present-day situation is that the gospel of unity of man, however well accepted in theory, has not struck home to humanity at large and is not put into practice. It is only a form of slogan-mongering done with calculated motives. 5. It is universally accepted that the highest purpose of this human body is to achieve union of the soul with the oversoul or God. It is on this account that the physical body is said to be the true temple of God wherein he himself himself resides. All religions spell out the ways and means of meeting the oversoul or God, and all the ways and means so suggested, however different looking, lead to the same destination, so that one need not change from one religion to another for this purpose. One has only to steadfastly and genuinely tread upon the lines drawn by the torchbearers for achieving the goal. 6. It is necessary, however, that greater effort should be made toward the realization of the unity of man. We have to realize that every human being is as much a member of the brotherhood as we are, and is obviously entitled to the same rights and privileges as are available to us. We must therefore make sure that while our own children make merry, our neighbor's children do not go without food. And if we really practice this, much present-day conflict will be eliminated. Each of us will develop mutual recognition, respect, and understanding for the other, thus wiping out the gross inequities of life. In the process, as the mutual recognition and understanding develops, 
it becomes a vital force generating a reservoir of fellow feeling, which in turn will bring culture and ultimately humility, the basic need of the hour. The holding of the World Conference on the Unity of Man in February 1974 in New Delhi was a clarion call to the world. This conference was perhaps the first of its kind since the time of Ashoka the Great, held at the level of man, with the noble purpose of fostering universal brotherhood, leading to universal harmony. This message of the unity of man must reach every human heart, irrespective of religious and social labels, so that it comes home to every individual, enabling him to actually put in practice in life and pass it on to others, enabling him to actually put it in practice in life and pass it on to others. In this way, the entire human society could be reformed. Truly speaking, unity already exists. As humans born in the same way, with the same privilege from God, and as souls, a drop of the ocean of all consciousness called God, whom we worship by various names, but we have forgotten the unity, the lesson has only to be revived. 8. The so-called worldwide campaign for unity of man is not intended to affect the existing social and religious orders in any manner. In fact, each one has to continue to work for the upliftment of man in its own way as before. Additionally, however, this campaign has to carry the clarion call of unity of man to as large a mass of humanity through its own vehicle as it can, so that the message cuts across the barriers of misunderstanding and mutual distrust and strikes home to every human heart. Further, the said campaign was to be carried out not by intellectual wrestling, but with optimum desire and anxiety to put the unity of man into practice so that it becomes a real living force. The method of propagation has to be by self-discipline and self-example rather than by declarations and proclamations. 9. It would be prudent to clarify that the campaign for the unity of man has to be carried out above the level of religions without in any way affecting any religious or social orders. It has to obtain and practice the blessings and support of all those who believe in the gospel of the unity of man and could give it strength by taking this gospel to every human heart around them and convincing them of the need of its acceptance in daily life. It will neither be tagged with Ruhani Satsang nor with any other similar organization. The enthusiasm of its admirers will be the real force working behind the campaign. 10. It is therefore earnestly requested that all those who believe in the unity of man and wish to carry its message must work ceaselessly so that it may reach the lonest corner of the world. A world conference on unity of man may be arranged in the West, as was done in Delhi, in the East. Both ultimately work as one whole. And the tape that we are beginning is from a July 25th satsang in 1980, um, a satsang in New York.
जाती दे लीडर हर धर्मां दे आगू सब परमात्मा नु मिलना चाहंदे है शांति दी खोज दे विच लगे हुए है लेकिन तजुर्बा दसदा है के शांति बाहर किसी दुनिया दे समान विच नहीं ना पढ़न पढ़ाण दे विच शांति है ना दुनिया दी नुक्ताचीनी करण दे विच कोई शांति है ना कोई राजपाठ हासिल करण दे विच कोई शांति है और शांति है ता इंसान दे अंदर है वो कद सानू प्राप्त हुंदी है जब असि उस देश दे विच पहुंच जाने हैं वो देश सचखंड है जिथों साडी आत्मा शुरू दे विचों बिछड़ के ए संसार विषय बकारां दे जंगल दे अंदर आके पटगी है जब भी साडी आत्मा उस परमात्मा तो बिछड़ी है और मन अपने कार परम तो विछड़या है इन्हा ने आज तक इस पटक जो सुख नहीं पाया शांति नहीं पाएगी और ना पा सकते हैं लीडर्स बिलोंगिंग टू ऑल द रिलीजियंस एंड फेथ एंड सेक्ट इन दिस वर्ल्ड आर सर्चिंग फॉर गॉड एंड दे ऑल आर सीकिंग द पीस बट द एक्सपीरियंस शोस दैट देयर इज नो पीस इन रीडिंग द लिटरेचर रीडिंग द होली स्क्रिप्चर्स देयर इज नो पीस इन क्रिटिसाइजिंग एंड आर्ग्यूइंग विद ईच अदर and there is no peace in doing any outer performances any outer practices if there is any real peace or happiness that is in naam and it is we can get that only when we reach to the country from where our soul was separated the place from where we came down is sachkhand and there resides the complete peace ever since our soul and mind got separated from their origin our soul got separated from sachkhand and our mind got separated from them so as ever since they were separated from their real home they both have been wandering here and there in the forest of this worldly pleasures of the worldly pleasures and they have been here in this world and they have forgotten their origin whenever we will get any peace or happiness that will come only when we will reach back to our original home jis tarah ਝੰਡਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਹਵਾ ਨਾ ਵੀ ਹੋਵੇ ਫਿਰ ਵੀ ਹਿਲਦਾ ਰਹਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਆਮ ਤੌਰ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਅਸੀਂ ਦੇਖਦੇ ਹੁੰਨੇ ਹਾਂ ਖਾਸ ਜਗ੍ਹਾ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਜਾਂ ਸ਼ੌਕੀਆ ਵੀ ਲੋਕ ਚੜਾ ਲੈਂਦੇ ਆ ਜਾਂ ਜਿਸ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ ਕੋਈ ਆਜ਼ਾਦੀ ਦਾ ਕੋਈ ਖਾਸ ਦਿਨ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਉਦੋਂ ਉਹ ਫਰਲੇ ਨੂੰ ਲਹਿਰਾਉਂਦੇ ਆ ਬੇਸ਼ੱਕ ਹਵਾ ਨਾ ਵੀ ਹੋਵੇ ਫਿਰ ਵੀ ਉਹ ਥੋੜਾ ਬਹੁਤਾ ਹਿਲਦਾ ਰਹਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਇਸੇ ਤਰ੍ਹਾਂ मोमबत्ती दी लाइट है हवा बेशक ना ही होवे फिर भी वो थोड़ी बहुती उबरदी रहंदी है या इधर-उधर हिलदी रहंदी है और इसी तरह कछु कुम्मे दी सिरी है वो कदे अंदर कदे बाहर यही हालत साडी दुनियादारी दारां दे मन दी है ए एक था टिकदा नहीं गा जदे टिकदा नहीं गा इनु शांति नहीं गी 
ਜਦ ਤੱਕ ਸਾਡੇ ਮਨ ਨੂੰ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਮਨ ਸ਼ਾਂਤ ਨਹੀਂਗਾ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਚਿਕਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਭਜਨ ਅਭਿਆਸ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਰਸ ਨਹੀਂ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕਰ ਸਕਦੇ ਨਹੀਂ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕਰ ਸਕਦੇ ਅਗਰ ਕਰਦੇ ਹਾਂ ਤਾਂ ਉਹ ਬਰਾਏ ਨਾਮ ਹੈ ਫਿਰ ਮਨ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਕਰਾਹੇ ਪਾ ਦਿੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਸੋ ਇਸ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਅਸੀਂ ਮਨ ਦੀ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਸੋਚਣਾ ਹੈ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਮਨ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਬਰਮ ਦੀ ਅੰਸ਼ ਹੈ ਇਹ ਆਪਣੇ ਘਰ ਤੋਂ ਭੁੱਲਿਆ ਹੋਇਆ ਹੈ ਸਭ ਤੋਂ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਇਸ ਨੂੰ ਇਸ ਦੇ ਘਰੇ ਇਸ ਦੇ ਟਿਕਾਣੇ ਪਹੁੰਚਾਉਣਾ ਹੈ ਜਦ ਮਨ ਨੂੰ ਇਹ ਪਤਾ ਲੱਗ ਜਾਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਬਰਮ ਦਾ ਕਮਾਂਡਰ ਇਨ ਚੀਫ ਹੈ ਐਡਾ ਤਕੜਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਮੈਂ ਐਡੇ ਘਰ ਦਾ ਮਾਲਕ ਹੈ ਮੈਂ ਕਿਉਂ ਵਿਸ਼ੇ ਬਕਾਰਾਂ 'ਚ ਫਿਰਦਾ ਰਿਹਾ ਇਹ ਮਨ ਜਿਹੜਾ ਹੈ ਉਸ ਵਕਤ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਸਾਡੀ ਆਤਮਾ ਇਸ ਦੇ ਪੰਜੇ ਤੋਂ ਆਜ਼ਾਦ ਹੋ ਕੇ ਫੇਰ ਹੀ ਇਹ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਪ੍ਰਾਪਤ ਕਰ ਸਕਦੀ ਹੈ ਜਦੋਂ ਇਸ ਦੇ ਪੰਜੇ ਤੋਂ ਆਜ਼ਾਦ ਹੁੰਦੀ ਹੈ ਫੇਰ ਹੀ ਇਹ ਸ਼ਬਦ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਜੁੜਦੀ ਹੈ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਨਾਲ ਜੁੜਦੀ ਹੈ ਵੀ ਨੋ ਥੈਟ ਇਫ ਥੈਰ ਇਜ਼ ਐਨੀ ਫਲੈਗ ਇਟ ਕੀਪਸ ਔਨ ਮੂਵਿੰਗ ਈਵਨ ਇਫ ਥੈਰ ਇਜ਼ ਨੋ ਵਿੰਡ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਫਲਾਈ ਦ ਫਲੈਗ ਔਨ ਦ ਇੰਡੀਪੈਂਡੈਂਸ ਡੇ ਔਰ ਜਸਟ ਯੂ ਹੈਵ ਸੀਨ ਦ ਫਲੈਗਸ ਔਨ ਦ ਬਿਲਡਿੰਗਸ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਆਲਵੇਸ ਕੀਪ ਮੂਵਿੰਗ ਈਵਨ ਇਫ ਥੈਰ ਇਜ਼ ਨੋ ਵਿੰਡ ਇਨ ਦ ਸੇਮ ਵੇ ਦ ਫਲੇਮ ਆਫ ਦ ਕੈਂਡਲ also doesn't remain steady even if there is no wind blowing but still sometimes it grows sometimes it decreases sometimes it increases it moves from one place to another like that in the same way the neck of the tortoise also doesn't remain steady sometimes it comes in sometimes it comes out in the same way the condition of our mind is the condition of the mind of the worldly people uh, like is like the flame the flag and the neck of the tortoise it always sometimes goes here sometimes goes there and always in back and forth he is confused and he is always becoming nervous so first of all we need to work for the peace of our mind first of all we need to make our mind quiet because until we make our mind quiet and we make our mind peaceful we cannot sit for meditation and we cannot progress in the meditation and we cannot go back to our home how do we how can we make our mind quiet and how can we keep peace to our mind only when we will take our mind back to his home brahm because mind is the origin of brahm when we take him back to brahm and when we make our mind realize that he is the chief the commander in chief of brahm that origin he is not a little power and when he realizes that he was a great power but ever since he got separated ever since he lost his home and he came in this world he was wandering here and there in the forest of the worldly pleasures and he lost all his honor and everything so when we take our mind back to his home and when he gets the kingdom of brahm once again then he realizes his power and he stops bothering us and the mind who is now bothering us and is our enemy then becomes our friend and when we take our mind back to his home then he becomes our friend and our soul becomes free from the clutches of mind when our soul becomes free from the clutches of mind then it can easily go to sachkan so in order to progress in the path of spirituality in order to go back to home first of all we need to work for the peace of our mind we need to make our mind quiet mahatma is sansar de utte na ta koi nama is samaj khada karan vaste aunde hai na pehliyan samajan baniyan o todan vaste aunde hai mahatma ta sirf saade andar ਨਾਮ ਦਾ ਸ਼ੌਕ ਵੀਰੇ ਤੜਫ ਪੈਦਾ ਕਰਨ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਦਾ ਜਾਤੀ ਤਜਰਬਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਅਗਰ ਸ਼ਾਂਤੀ ਹੈ ਤਾਂ ਨਾਮ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੈ ਔਰ ਤ੍ਰਿਪਤੀ ਹੈ ਤਾਂ ਨਾਮ ਵਿੱਚ ਹੈ 
masters do not come in this world to form any new groups or communities and they don't say that you break the communities and the religions which are existing in the world right now. Their purpose of coming in this world is to create yearning and longing of meditating on Nam within us because they have gone through the experiences and they know that there is no peace or happiness outside of Nam. If there is any real peace or happiness, that is in doing the meditation of Shabad Nam and in going back to home. So Swami Ji Maharaj can say that the life of our life is the way we do the work of the Pajan Vyas. That means that we have to be able to do the peace and peace. If we have to take the peace and peace, 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 उन्हें पवित्र नहीं हुए कि जितना सानू होना चाहिए दासी उतना सी नाम दे संपर्क दे बच नहीं आए कि जितना सानू उधे निजीक होना चाहिए दासी का। So Swami Ji Maharaj says that the purpose of our meditating is to achieve the peace of mind. If we have been initiated for 20 years, 10 years, 15 years, or for a long time, and still if we have not attained the peace of mind, it means that we have not yet become so much holy and pure and we have not come so much closer to Nam as we were supposed to and because we have not come closer to Nam we have not become holy and pure that is why we have not achieved any peace of mind जदों अपना फैलिया हुआ ख्याल असी तीसरे तिल के उत्ते ठहरन लग जाता है जेड़े सानू विषय बकार तंग करते हैं उदों इन्हों उ काबू होना शुरू हो जाता है जब असी संसदल कमल के पहुँच जाने बिल्कुल ही साढ़ा विषय बकारा तो छुटकारा हो जाता है वैन अवर सोल और अटेंशन स्टार्ट रिमेनिंग स्टिल एट दी आई सेंटर दैन ग्रेजुअली दर्ल्डली प्लेजर्स एंड द फाइव पैशन दिस stop bothering us, they reduce bothering us and when we enter the Sansdal Kaval in the first plane then we get rid of the five passions and all the worldly pleasures. स्वामी जी महाराज कहते हैं अगर असी नाम ले लिया है कमाई नहीं की जो संत ने सू आग्ञा दी सी उन्होंने आग्ञा का पालन नहीं किया फिर सू की दुख सहने पेंदे है वो अगे बयान करते हैं ना स्वामी जी महाराज से दैट वैन वी हैव गॉट इनिशिएशन फ्रॉम द मास्टर एंड हैव नॉट डन द मेडिटेशन एंड वैन मास्टर मास्टर गेव अस द कमांडमेंट्स इफ यू आर नॉट ओवे द कमांडमेंट्स वट डू वी हैव टू डू वट सफरिंग गो थ्रू ही He will explain to us, he will tell us about all the sufferings which the people, those who don't meditate, experience or suffer in the coming lines. He says that those who are the thieves of meditations or those who don't want to meditate, they are lazy, they are pauper and above all they are always trapped and entangled in the deep illusion.
ਸਾਨੂੰ ਪਤਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਸਾਡੇ ਮਨ ਨੇ ਵੇਲਾ ਤਾਂ ਬੈਠਣਾ ਹੀ ਨਹੀਂਗਾ ਅਗਰ ਅਸੀਂ ਭਜਨ ਸਿਮਰਨ ਇਸ ਤੋਂ ਨਾ ਕਰਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਇਹਨੇ ਕੋਈ ਨਾ ਕੋਈ ਤਾਂ ਕੰਮ ਸਾਥੋਂ ਕਰਾਉਣਾ ਹੀ ਹੈ ਆਪ ਕਹਿਣ ਲੱਗੇ ਕਿ ਜੋ ਭਜਨ ਦੇ ਚੋਰ ਹੈ ਉਹ ਕਾਮ ਦੇ ਵਸ ਪੈ ਜਾਣਗੇ ਜਾਂ ਕ੍ਰੋਧ ਦੇ ਵਸ ਪੈ ਜਾਣਗੇ ਇਤਨੇ ਕਾਮ ਦੇ ਵਸ ਪੈ ਜਾਣਗੇ ਕਿ ਉਹ ਕੁਝ ਸੋਚਣਗੇ ਵੀ ਨਹੀਂ ਆਪਣੀ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗੀ ਤੱਕ ਵੀ ਬਰਬਾਦ ਕਰ ਲੈਂਦੇ ਹੈ ਵੀ ਨੋ ਦੈਟ ਇਫ ਯੂ ਡੋਨਟ ਕੀਪ ਆਵਰ ਮਾਈਂਡ ਇਨਵੋਲਵਡ ਇਨ ਦ ਮੈਡੀਟੇਸ਼ਨ ਆਵਰ ਮਾਈਂਡ ਡਸਨਟ ਰਿਮੇਨ ਆਈਡਲ he always needs to do one or the other thing so if we don't keep him doing the simran and meditation then he gets involved in the other things so those who don't meditate those who don't do the simran with their mind they get controlled by the lust anger and they always kicked and get kicked and knocked by the lust and anger and moreover greed also bothers them it is only those who don't meditate and those who don't keep their mind occupied in the simran they go through all the sufferings tulsi sahab kehnde hai kaam krodh lo mo hankar di jab lag katme khan kya pandit kya murkha dono ek saman tulsi sahab say that as long as you have the residence of lust anger greed attachment and egoism in your within it doesn't make any difference whether you are learned or illiterate both the learned and illiterate are alike as long as they have all these five passions in their within kabir sahib kehnde hai bhagat bagadi kamiyan indri kere swad heera khoya haath se janm gwaya baad kabir sahib say that for the taste of the organ the unchaste people have spoiled the name of devotion and by enjoying in the lust they have lost the precious gems and they have wasted their precious human birth ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਕਿ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਲ ਅਸੀਂ ਤਦ ਹੀ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰ ਸਕਦੇ ਆ ਜੇ ਸਾਡਾ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੇ ਨਾਲੋਂ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਮ ਹੋਏਗਾ ਵਿਸ਼ੇ ਵਿਕਾਰਾਂ ਨਾਲੋਂ ਘੱਟ ਹੋਏਗਾ ਕਿਉਂਕਿ ਮਨ ਇੱਕ ਹੈ ਚਾਹੇ ਤਾਂ ਇਹ ਵਿਸ਼ੇ ਕਮਾਏ ਚਾਹੇ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਲ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰੇ ਇਹ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋ ਸਕਦਾਗਾ ਕਿ ਅਸੀਂ ਦੋ ਬੇੜਾਂ ਤੇ ਪੈਰ ਧਰ ਕੇ ਕਦੇ ਪਾਰ ਹੋ ਜਾਵਾਂਗੇ ਕਬੀਰ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਆ ਦੁਨੀਆ ਦੀਆਂ ਰੰਗ ਰਲੀਆਂ ਮਾਣਦਿਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਅੱਜ ਤਾਂ ਇਹ ਨਾ ਕਦੇ ਪ੍ਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਨਾ ਮਿਲ ਹੀ ਸਕਦਾ ਹੈ ਨਾ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਵੀ ਕੈਨ ਹੈਵ ਮੋਰ ਲਵ ਫਾਰ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਓਨਲੀ ਵੈਨ ਵੀ ਵਿਲ ਰਿਡਿਊਸ ਦ ਲਵ ਫਾਰ ਦ ਵਰਲਡ and only when we will <coughs> reduce our love for the worldly pleasures and the five passions it is not possible for us to love the master and at the same time have the worldly attachments and have the love for the passions because we can never cross the river by putting our feet into by putting our feet in two different boats because we have only one mind either we can keep him involved in doing the meditation and the love for the master or we can involve him in the lust and all those things kabir sahab says that you cannot do two things at a time either you can do the devotion of lord or you can indulge in the lust gore sange prit kare nahi 
स्वामी जी महाराज कहते हैं कि अगर असि भजन नहीं कर देंगे क्योंकि तृप्ति शांति भजन के नाम के तो फिर मन साढ़े अंदर तृष्णा पैदा कर दिता है जड़िया दुनियादारा दृष्णा पूरी नहीं होंगे गई उन्होंने पूरी करने वास्ते ठगिया बेईमानिया करते हैं और फिर उसका हिसाब किताब जाके धर्मराज दे देना पैदा है धर्मराज जिदे जैसा जैसा साडा हाल हों वैसा ही वह नरकों के भेज दिता है स्वामी जी महाराज से the real satisfaction and contentment is in naam and when we don't meditate on naam we know that the desires of the worldly people one desire is satisfied and and many more come up and when we are not able to fulfill our desires then we deceive other people then we do bad deeds in order to fulfill in order to satisfy our desires and in that way we go on create, creating our bad karmas at the end when we go to the lord of judgment there we there we have to pay the account pay pay the karmas which we did for satisfying our desire so if we don't meditate we may have to go to the lord of judgment जेड़े भजन नहीं करते भजन के चोर है नाम की तरफ आते ही नहीं उन्होंने की हालत होंगी है वह होर तो होर की वह महात्मा के नाल वैर करते हैं महात्मा दुख देंगे है महात्मा का सत्संग सुन वास्ते तैयार नहीं गए सानू पता ही है बड़ी बड़ी चोटी के महात्मा आए लोग ने किसी को सूली से चक के चाड़िया किसी के सिर के उ गुरु अर्जन देव जी के तत्ता रेता करके सिर पाया ना ही से देर दोज हू आर द थीव्स ऑफ द मैडिटेशन दोज हू डोंट वॉन्ट टू मैडिटेट एंड दोज हू डोंट कम टू द पाथ ऑफ द मैडिटेशन वट इज देर कंडीशन दे कैनॉट डू एनीथिंग एल्स दे नैवर कम इन द सत्संग ऑफ द मास्टर्स दे ऑलवेज कर सेम दे ऑलवेज अब्यूज सेम क्रिटिसाइज हिम दे हेम सोल डोंट डू द डिवोशन ऑफ द लॉर्ड एंड मोर ओवर दे डोंट लेट अदर पीपल ऑल्सो डू एंड दे ऑलवेज अपोज द मास्टर्स यू नो दैट गुरु अर्जन देव वॉज द हॉट सैंड वॉज पुट इन द हैड ऑफ गुरु अर्जन देव एंड मैनी अदर ग्रेट महात्मा एंड मास्टर्स वाई ऑल्सो टॉर्चर बाई सच पीपल दुनिया शुरू तो ही इस तरह करती आई है कि जब तक महात्मा आते है उदों तो असी कदर नहीं करते गए उन्होंने मुखालफत करते हैं जब महात्मा इस संसार चो चले जाते हैं फिर असी उन्होंने टेक बन लेने सू पता ही है कि टेक दे फायदा हो सकता है Always the worldly people have been doing this that when the masters come in this world they don't appreciate their coming they don't respect them and they don't worship them but when they leave in their name they form one or the other place and they start worshiping that place and they rely on them but when we have not appreciated masters coming and after he is gone if you worship the place where he sat or like that we are not going to get anything from it sanu pata hi hai ke जोड़ा अज तो कोई सौ साल जो युग या चार युग पहला बच्चा पैदा होया उस माता पिता की इतनी जरूरत सी जितनी कि अज है कल कोई बच्चा पैदा होएगा वो वास्ते भी इतनी जरूरत होएगी कि जितनी कि अज बच्चे माता पिता की जरूरत जरूरत है पालन पोषण की वी नो दैट द चाइल्ड वॉज बॉर्न सिक्स हंड्रेड ईयरस अगो और वन एज या टू एज अगो ही नीडिड द पेरेंट्स एज द चाइल्ड वॉज बॉर्न नाउ 
needs a parent and the child who is going to be born in the future he he will also need the parents as much as the the child of this present time needed because child always needs the parent because parents are the one those who take care and those who bring up the children ਇਹ ਨਹੀਂ ਕਿ ਪਹਿਲਾਂ ਤਾਂ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਜ਼ਰੂਰਤ ਸੀ ਸੰਤਾਂ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਇਹ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਦੇ ਉੱਤੇ ਭੇਜਣ ਦੀ ਅੱਜ ਜ਼ਰੂਰਤ ਨਹੀਂ ਗਈ ਜਾਂ ਕੱਲ ਨੂੰ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਏਗੀ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਦੀ ਇਹ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਹਮੇਸ਼ਾ ਹੀ ਪਰਮਾਤਮਾ ਨੂੰ ਜ਼ਰੂਰਤ ਰਹੀ ਹਮੇਸ਼ਾ ਹੀ ਸੰਤ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਆਉਂਦੇ ਰਹੇ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਨਾਟ ਟਰੂ ਦੈਟ ਇਟ ਇਜ਼ ਨਾਟ ਟਰੂ ਦੈਟ ਇਨ ਦੀ 올ਡਨ ਡੇਜ਼ ਇਨ ਦੀ 올ਡਨ ਡੇਜ਼ ਗੋਡ ਨੀਡਡ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਇਨ ਥਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਐਂਡ ਥੈਟ ਇਜ਼ ਵਾਈ ਹੀ ਸੈਂਟ ਹੀ ਸੈਂਟ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰਸ ਐਂਡ ਸੈਂਟਸ ਇਨ ਥਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ and now he doesn't need now he doesn't want the souls back that is why he doesn't need and he is not sending in the past time also god wanted the masters and saints to come in this world and to liberate the souls and now also he is doing that and in the future also the living master is needed in the world the world is never going to be without the presence of living master guru nanak sahab kehnde hai jug jug peedi challa satgur ki aap kehn lage juga jugan de vich hi mahatma aaye aur oh ਆਪਣੇ ਸੇਵਕਾਂ ਸੇਵਕਾਂ ਨੂੰ ਤਿਆਰ ਕਰਦੇ ਗਏ ਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਨਕ ਸਾਹਿਬ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਇਨ 올 ਦੀ ਏਜਸ ਦ ਸਤਗੁਰੂਸ ਹੈਵ ਕਮ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਹੈਵ ਆਲਵੇਸ ਮੇਡ ਦੈ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲਸ ਸੰਤ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਚੋਲਾ ਬਦਲਦੇ ਐ ਉਹ ਕਦੇ ਜੰਮਣ ਮਰਨ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਨਹੀਂ ਆਉਂਦੇ ਗਏ ਜੰਮਣ ਮਰਨ ਤੋਂ ਉੱਪਰ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਹੈ ਸੇਂਟਸ ਐਂਡ ਮਹਾਤਮਾਸ ਆਰ ਨਾਟ ਇਨਵੋਲਵਡ ਇਨ ਦ ਬਰਥ ਐਂਡ ਡੈਥ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਨੇਵਰ ਟੇਕ ਬਰਥ ਦੇ ਨੇਵਰ ਡਾਈ ਐਂਡ ਦੇ ਆਲਵੇਸ ਚੇਂਜ ਦ ਬੋਡੀਸ ਬੇਸ਼ੱਕ ਸਾਨੂੰ ਅੱਜ ਸਤਿਗੁਰੂ ਨਾਮ ਦੇ ਕੇ ਕੱਲ ਨੂੰ ਚੋਲਾ ਛੱਡ ਜਾਵੇ ਉਹਦੇ ਵਾਸਤੇ ਜਿਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਈਵਨ ਇਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਲੀਵਸ ਦ ਬੋਡੀ ਰਾਈਟ ਆਫਟਰ ਗਿਵਿੰਗ ਇਨੀਸ਼ੀਏਸ਼ਨ ਸਟਿਲ ਫਾਰ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਇਜ਼ ਅਲਾਈਵ ਹਰ ਕਿਤਨਾ ਹੈ ਕਿ ਜੋ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਦੇ ਅੰਦਰ ਅਸਥੂਲ ਸਰੀਰ ਦਾ ਉਹਦੇ ਪ੍ਰੇਮੀਆਂ ਨੂੰ ਫਾਇਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਸੀ ਉਹਦੇ ਦਰਸ਼ਨਾਂ ਨਾਲ ਉਹਦੇ ਦਰਸ਼ਨਾਂ ਤੋਂ ਵਾਂਝੇ ਰਹਿ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਆ ਉਸ ਫਾਇਦੇ ਤੋਂ ਵਾਂਝੇ ਰਹਿ ਜਾਂਦੇ ਆ ਦੀ ਓਨਲੀ ਡਿਫਰੈਂਸ ਦ ਫਿਜ਼ੀਕਲ ਡਿਪਾਰਚਰ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਮੇਕਸ ਦੈਟ ਦ ਡਿਸਾਈਪਲਸ ਥੋਸ ਵਰ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਟੂ ਗੈਟ ਬੈਨੀਫਿਟਡ ਬਾਈ ਦ ਫਿਜ਼ੀਕਲ ਪ੍ਰੈਜ਼ੈਂਸ ਫਿਜ਼ੀਕਲ ਦਰਸ਼ਨ ਆਫ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਦੇ ਡੂ ਨਾਟ ਗੈਟ ਦੈਟ and they remain without the physical benefit which they were going to get from the physical darshan of the master agar ta koi sevak simran de jiriye apne khayal nu teesre til de vich le janda hai jithe ke satguru baitha hai utthe oh pahunchda hai to hun vi dya prapt kar sakda hai agar utthe vichara oh pahunchda nahi ta onu us de uttaradhikari de paas jana chahida hai aur us di seva to fayda utha lena chahida hai us di tawajjuh to fayda utha lena chahida hai agar koi rakawat hai ta oh us nu dasake dur kar sakda hai if the disciple can take his attention to the tisra til to the third eye to the eye center after doing the simran he will get the benefit from the masters presence there because master is always present there and if we get to our eye center and meet the master within then we can get more grace of the master but if the poor disciple is not able to do that if he is not able to do his simran and rise above the body consciousness and get to the eye center and meet the master within such a disciple should go to the com- in the company of that one who is working after his master and he should take advantage of his company if he has any problem in the meditation if he is he has any blocking or anything like that in the meditation he can consult him who is working after his master and he should take advantage of his company and in that way he can progress and go in his within and meet the master ਜੋ ਮਹਾਤਮਾ ਕਮਾਈ ਕਰਕੇ ਸੱਚਖੰਡ ਪਹੁੰਚ ਗਿਆ ਇਹ ਸੰਸਾਰ ਦੇ ਵਿੱਚ ਨਹੀਂ ਉਹ ਹੁਣ ਨਵੇਂ ਸ਼ਿਸ਼ ਨਹੀਂ ਬਣਾਉਂਦਾਗਾ ਨਵੇਂ ਸ਼ਿਸ਼ ਤਾਂ ਉਹਦਾ ਉਤਰਾਧਿਕਾਰੀ ਬਣਾਉਂਦਾ ਹੈ ਦ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਹੂ ਹੈਸ ਲੈਫਟ ਦਿਸ ਵਰਲਡ ਇਸ ਨਾਟ ਰਿਸਾਈਡਿੰਗ ਇਨ ਸੱਚਖੰਡ ਐਂਡ ਹੀ ਕੈਨ ਨਾਟ ਕਮ ਬੈਕ ਅਗੇਨ ਇਨ ਇਨ ਦ ਸੇਮ ਫਾਰਮ ਇਨ ਵਿਚ ਹੀ ਕੇਮ ਵਾਂਸ ਟੂ ਮੇਕ ਦ ਨਿਊ ਡਿਸ
will be made only by his successor maharaj savan singh dasde hunde sige ke jadon baba ji chola chhad gaye san oh agre jande hunde sheth pratap singh jo swami ji da bhra siga ohna di sangat aur sohbat de vich jande rahe san master savan singh ji used to say that when swami ji varaj left the body baba jaimal singh ji used to go to agra and he used to go in the company of his brother and in that way he was getting the benefit ਉਹ ਕਹਿੰਦੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਕਿ ਮੈਂ ਉਹਨਾਂ ਨਾਲ ਬੜਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਉਹ ਵੀ ਮੇਰੇ ਨਾਲ ਬੜਾ ਪਿਆਰ ਕਰਦੇ ਹੁੰਦੇ ਸੀਗੇ ਲੇਕਿਨ ਧਿਆਨ ਮੈਂ ਬਾਬਾ ਜੀ ਦਾ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੁੰਦਾ ਸੀਗਾ ਉਹ ਕਦੇ ਨਰਾਜ਼ ਨਹੀਂ ਹੋਏ ਸੀਗੇ ਵੀ ਬਾਬਾ ਜੀ ਦਾ ਧਿਆਨ ਕਿਉਂ ਕਰਦਾ ਹੈ ਆਮ ਸੌਰੀ ਆਈ ਮਿਸਇੰਟਰਪ੍ਰੀਟਡ ਮਾਸਟਰ ਸਾਉਨ ਸਿੰਘ ਜੀ ਯੂਸਟ ਟੂ ਸੇ ਦੈਟ ਵੈਨ ਬਾਬਾ ਜੈਮਲ ਸਿੰਘ ਲੈਫਟ ਦ ਬੋਡੀ ਆਈ ਯੂਸਟ ਟੂ ਗੋ ਟੂ ਆਗਰਾ ਐਂਡ ਗੋਇੰਗ ਇਨ ਦੀ ਕੰਪਨੀ ਆਫ ਸਵਾਮੀ ਜੀ ਮਹਾਰਾਜ ਬ੍ਰਦਰ ਬਟ ਨੇਵਰ ਆਈ ਚੇਂਜ ਮਾਈ ਕੰਟੈਂਪਲੇਸ਼ਨ ਆਈ ਆਲਵੇਸ ਯੂਸਟ ਟੂ ਰਿਮੈਂਬਰ ਦ ਫਾਰਮ ਆਫ ਬਾਬਾ ਜੀ ਬਟ ਆਈ ਯੂਸਟ ਟੂ ਗੈਟ ਐਡਵਾਂਟੇਜ by going in the company of him santare sathe meru devaravi our closing bhajan is on page 120 aya laha lena prani aya laha lena the bhajan of sanchis man came to take advantage man came to take advantage with much good fortune we have got this human birth youth is diminishing like the shadow of the tree lessens o oh man come into the refuge of the saints so that your work may become easier youth came became intoxicated and forgot the remembrance of god the sun of beauty and youth set and the night of old age came he had to become dependent on others and his wishes found no place the way is dangerous very horrible and you can do nothing take the capital of nam so that you may ferry across o man take refuge in the master so that you may meet the beloved of your heart at the end time no one neither sister nor brother asks about you In the court of the Lord the perfect master comes to rescue you. Ajayb got Kripal and his life became successful. Man came to take advantage. Man came to take advantage. Aya laha lena prani aya laha lena aya laha lena prani aya laha lena vade baganal he milia jamae insani jive barch parchava dalda daldiye vejwani vade baganal he milia jamae insani jive barch pad chawa dalda daldiye vejwani sant sharan vich aj bande ho jaye kham asani laha lena prani aya laha lena aya laha lena prani aya laha lena
ਛੱਡੀ ਜਵਾਨੀ ਹੋ ਮਸਤਾਨੀ ਰੱਬ ਦੀ ਯਾਦ ਬੁਲਾਈ ਦਲੀਆ ਸੁਰਜਾ ਹੁਸਨ ਜਵਾਨੀ ਰਾਤ ਬੁਦੇ ਪਾਈ ਸ਼ਾਦੀ ਜਵਾਨੀ ਹੋ ਮਸਤਾਨੀ ਰੱਬ ਦੀ ਯਾਦ ਬੁਲਾਈ ਦਲੀਆ ਸੁਰਜਾ ਹੁਸਨ ਜਵਾਨੀ ਰਾਤ ਬੁਦੇ ਪਾਈ ਵਸ ਫਰਾਏ ਹੋਣਾ ਫੇਗਿਆ ਚਲੇ ਨਾ ਮਨਮਾਨੀ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਫਰਾਨੀ ਆਇਆ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਆਇਆ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਫਰਾਨੀ ਆਇਆ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਰਸਤ ਬਿਖਾਦਾ ਬਾਰ ਬਿਆਨਕ ਚਲਦਾ ਨਾ ਕੋਈ ਚਾਰਾ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਪੁੰਜੀ ਬਨ ਲੈ ਫਾਲੇ ਹੋ ਜਾਇ ਪਾਰ ਉਤਾਰਾ ਰਸ ਥਬਿਖਾਦਾ ਬਾਰ ਬਿਆਨਕ ਚਲਦਾ ਨਾ ਕੋਈ ਚਾਰਾ ਨਾਮ ਦੀ ਪੁੰਜੀ ਬਨ ਲੈ ਫਾਲੇ ਹੋ ਜਾਇ ਪਾਰ ਉਤਾਰਾ ਸ਼ਰਨ ਗੁਰੂ ਦੀ ਫੇਜਾ ਬੰਦੇ ਦਿਲ ਦਾ ਮਿਲ ਜਾਈ ਜਾਨੀ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਫੜਾਨੀ ਆਇਆ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਆਇਆ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਫੜਾਨੀ ਆਇਆ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਅੰਤ ਵੇਲੇ ਕੋਈ ਨਾ ਪੁੱਛਦਾ ਨਾ ਬੇਨਾ ਨਾ ਬਾਈ ਸਤਗੁਰ ਪੂੜਾ ਵਿੱਚ ਦੜਗਾ ਦੇ ਹੋਈ ਆਨ ਸਹਾਈ ਅੰਤ ਵੇਲੇ ਕੋਈ ਨਾ ਪੁੱਛਦਾ ਨਾ ਬੇਨਾ ਨਾ ਬਾਈ ਸਤਗੁਰ ਪੂਰਾ ਵਿੱਚ ਦੜਗਾ ਦੇ ਹੋਏ ਆਤ ਸਹਾਈ ਆਖਿਰ ਫਲ ਅਜਾਇ ਬਨ ਮਿਲਿਆ ਸਫਲਾ ਹੋਈ ਜ਼ਿੰਦਗਾਨੀ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਫੜਾਨੀ ਆਇਆ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨਾ ਆਇਆ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨ ਫੜਾਨੀ ਆਇਆ ਲਾਹਾ ਲੈਨਾ The way is dangerous very horrible and you can do nothing take the capital of nam so that you may ferry across o man take refuge in the master so that you may meet the beloved of your heart may god bless us all